Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayesh, Shir number 113. We're going to talk today about how to fight in a fear way, fighting fear, F-A-I-R. And the truth be told is the word fighting is probably not the correct word to use, although that'll be the title of this year. Because fighting usually is um, has negative connotations. It's usually used in a negative way. We're fighting. Um, so probably a better word would be how to handle disagreements in a fair way and in a respectful way, even as you disagree with things. Now, here's the biggest side in general. We're going to talk, you can fight over minor Issues that really don't mean much in the scheme of things. Those are better, of course, to overlook. But what about if it's a major issue? So here's the aside, though. Even if it's a major issue that you're at odds with each other at, and you're disagreeing on something that's extremely important to you, and to her, and to him. But the bottom line is, is if you see yourselves interacting and it's escalating, and it's the voices are getting louder and getting more agitated with each other to the point of name-calling, then you need to retreat immediately. This is not going to work. What, the, the big problem has to be resolved, whatever it is, but if you see this happening, you have to stop. You retreat. Pull away. Pull away. Go into another room, calm down. Wait till both of you are calm. Try it again. Try again to sit down together and try to iron things out. But if the emotions are escalating, you have to pull away. And that's not called avoiding the situation. Avoiding the situation means you keep it buried inside and you're not dealing with it at all. That's not healthy either. If it's a major issue, that's not healthy either. But in these situations where you are starting to discuss that big issue and then it got to a point where it became, you know, angry and agitated, then you know it's going to snowball. Over there in that situation, the right decision is is to retreat, to avoid it for the time being, to pull away till you're both calm. Another etza is, is to write it down. Write down how you feel about whatever that issue is. And sometimes if you write it and you're writing angry, you may have to tear it up and then write it again, throw it away, tear it up and write it again in a calmer way. Sometimes even a third time, but you'll get clarity. And the more you get calmer and calmer as you're bringing these points up, there'll be a clarity. You'll be able to state your position in writing in a clear way with clear logic or svaris of how you genuinely feel in a clear, expressive way. And that could help a lot if each one writes down their points and then they sit down and they begin to discuss it calmly. Now, if they could do this themselves, that's a wonderful thing. In the, in it, but if they can do this for themselves and they see, you know, we, we try to talk about it and this is a real bigger issue, then counseling is recommended either they both agree we're going to go to this mentor this marriage counselor or this understanding rub that they both respect 
And they'll both talk. And again, remember, when they're there, they have to be respectful. They could express their opinion of how they feel, what they're worried about, what they're concerned about. Perhaps in writing would be better to make sure all the points are clear. And both agree that they're going to listen to this third party, this Rav, this Paisic, or this mentor, this therapist, someone competent. And they both agree that to, to allow that third party to objectively recommend what needs to be done. So this, till now, we're talking about if the disagreement was on a major issue. But what you need to know very often is that sometimes these type of disagreements and fighting starts from little stuff. Little stuff that turns into big stuff. And sometimes in those cases, you know, most of the time you just let it go or put it into perspective because there's no reason it should snowball that way. Or sometimes what happens is, is you're fighting over these little stuff, but inside your heart or both of your hearts, you're really upset about something bigger, something else. You're really upset about something else that you can't express, that either you're embarrassed or too uncomfortable expressing. So instead of expressing that, you're going to nitpick on something small. That happens a lot. So for example, if they have, like we talked about in the past, disparities and disagreements, they resent each other in pertaining to aspects in the bedroom and sexuality. It's not That's not resolved. Sometimes what people will do is they're not comfortable talking about it. So instead, they'll let out their frustration in another way and pick on something that's seemingly trivial, but they're not fighting about that trivial thing, really. They're really fighting about something they're very upset about deep inside about something else. And that's not a healthy thing. You really need to have the courage to really not only... First of all, acknowledge, what am I really upset about? What's really bothering me? Acknowledge what's bothering you. And don't start fighting about something else to deflect it. And decide for yourself, okay, this is an issue that I really need to discuss with my wife and my husband. And you don't go about doing, you know, starting to pick fights over other things when you're upset about something else. You got to have the courage to face it head on and try to talk about that subject. And in this case, if it's the bedroom issues, they need to discuss it openly. And um, that's the way you resolve conflicts. But under no circumstances, you know, you don't, when you have a disagreement and you're expressing it, you never use that as you're doing this. You never use it as an opportunity to overpower your spouse or to belittle your spouse. That's always toxic. That's always toxic. If you're disagreeing and fighting to the point where you, your sole purpose is, I am right, you are wrong, and I'm going to show you, that's toxic. You have to stay away from that like the plague. You need to learn how to build each other up, even when there's a disagreement, and even if disagreement is um, on a sensitive or important subject. The, ha- the mahalach still has to be that we are on the same team. We're together. We're a pair. We're a couple. 
we have this hurdle where we see things differently in this particular issue, and it's an important issue. We can't bury it under the rug, and we won't bury it under the rug, and we will work it out. It's an opportunity to work it out. We're a team together. I'm going to listen to you. You're going to listen to me. I may not agree with you, and I'm not mechoyev to agree with you, but I'm mechoyev to listen to you and understand your point of view, even if I don't fully agree with your point of view, and we work together to solve it, work together towards a solution. And again, like I said, if they get so agitated that it may spiral out, then they pull away or write it down, calm down, try again tomorrow, try again in a couple of days when it's less tense. And in the worst case scenario, it's not really the worst case scenario, if there's a point where they say, you know, we're not getting anywhere, we're we're both feel so strongly about this, so what are we going to do? And if they need an outside objective opinion, they both agree to go to somebody. And machnia to that. But the end result is to have that resolution. And if that's in your mindset, we're a married couple, we're one, we're a team, even if we have this difference and we'll get beyond that hurdle, it is it is doable. And again, if it's the little things that they're nitpicking and, and, and getting on each other's nerves about, the little annoyances, you have to stop. You know, you're not happy with the way this one loads the dishwasher or how they fold a towel or how they blow their nose. You know, let it go. You could harp on each other endlessly. You're both, the little things could annoy you till you go out of your mind from it. And why? For what reason? For what reason? Let it go. Those types of things you need to learn to let go. And uh, I'll give you an example from my own marriage. Just give you a simple example. You know, um, and um, my wife has this habit um, that, um, let's say there's a laundry basket and she's doing the laundry. So first of all, if, you know, now that I'm doing this for a while and I'm a little older, a little wiser, I say the very fact, even though it's sort of a given, the wife does the laundry, mehechetesi, why should she take my dirty socks and, uh, deal with my dirty socks? Maybe I should deal with my own dirty socks, right? But she does it. So that's one thing I have to come to my head. Okay, so she's doing the laundry. So she usually does. She has, let's say, it comes out of the dryer, nice and clean. It goes into a laundry basket, right? So from the laundry basket, so she wants to sort it out and start folding it. And she pours it all on my bed, a whole pile of clothing. And then she starts sorting. But she does, let's say, you know, a quarter of it and then she's done for now she puts those away and she leaves the rest there on my bed because she's not doing that right now and i come home and i see a pile of laundry on my bed what is this oh i was folding laundry but i didn't fin- you know i didn't finish i'll finish tomorrow i said okay fine but if you don't mind maybe next time you know once you know you're done with your folding that's okay. You don't have to do it all, but put it back in the in the in the in the basket and take it off my bed, so my bed it doesn't have a pile of clothing when I come. And of course, next time it happens again, pile a pile of clothing on my bed. 
So, and, you know, so in the beginning of the marriage, when this happened, I used to get annoyed. And then I said to myself after a while, so, so what, you know? Bottom line, what even if, okay, so now it's sort of a routine. I know, okay, so there's a pile of clothing, clean clothing on my bed. So either I could do it myself, why not? And if not, I'll take that pile, put it back in the basket and take it off my bed and clean my own bed. It's a Kleinekite, you know, it, it, but I understand, you know, I think women will understand this too when their husbands do certain things that could drive them bananas, you know, and vice versa. So it is a little bit of annoyance, but in the scheme of things. So that's something in their head that that's what they do and they don't, you know, whatever it is. It's not Kadai. Don't like they, you know, that famous thing, don't sweat the small stuff. There's no reason to sweat the small stuff and not even to carry the resentment inside. At some point you say to yourself, no, no, it's no big deal. And you really mean it and you move on. I learned to move on from it. And kolakavod, that's all. And you're going to have to do this in marriage with thousands of these little things that could drive you bananas. And first of all, like in my situation is, do the laundry yourself. You know, she's doing me the taiva, right? So I don't like this particular thing. I'd rather her take, you know, when she's done with whatever she's done, she's not finished to put it away, clear, clear up my bed so I don't have to come into a pile of clothing on my bed. But so what? It's not the end of the world. I'm just picking one muscle, but I'm sure all of you in your marriages have countless of these things, husbands to wives, wives to husbands, where there's something that just drives them bananas and some things that I really don't mean much, but you told of them again, I told you already once or twice and 10 times and you just don't listen. For these Kleinekaiten like this, it's really not Kadai, and you let it's part of the Nisayan, and you just let it go, and you learn to accept it and be besimcha with it. And this gives you the Kayach that when there is a real situation, you learn how to talk about it calmly and res- respect, and, to, and with this you'll be able to resolve issues with a calmness and with a simcha. Have a wonderful day.